Welcome to the creative brain of Dean Hawk. Get ready to be challenged, inspired, and equipped to become a better ministry leader. Hey, welcome back to the Dean Hawk Leadership Podcast. This is Dean, and I'm so glad to have you joining us this month. I hope you had a great holiday season, great time with your family and your spiritual family of your church as well. I just want to ask you and remind you that if if you're loving, liking what you're hearing, seeing, and uh, participating on this podcast, please share it with any ministry friends that you think it would help. Please share it on your social media for links for others that maybe aren't aware of this podcast. My heart is to reach out and help pastors across this nation and around the world. We just released a brand new teaching series that is up on deanhawk.com. Of course, it's free as always. And it's a series I called The Greatest of These faith, hope, and love, a series based off of 1 Corinthians 13, 13, and uh, it is really attacking the challenges that we're facing in this pandemic, and that faith is the antidote to fear, hope is the antidote to despair, and love is the antidote to hate. And so I hope that you'll check that out, maybe put that on your calendar for uh, this coming new year. There's a phenomenon that is going on in the body of Christ uh, during this COVID pandemic. And the title of this podcast is called The COVID Church Shuffle. Here's what is happening within the churches. I know it's happening in your church because it's happening in mine. It's happening to pastors across the nation that I am talking to. And that is this. Christians are leaving churches, trying new ones, and making widespread changes across the church board. It it almost feels like we took uh, six decks of cards and we we threw them on the table and there's 14 hands shuffling them and we really don't know who's a part of our church yet, who's left, who's gone, who's come, who's new. And and it's, a, it's an awkward time of doing church and I felt that we should address it. It's the COVID church shuffle. And here's what's happening. The lines are being redrawn in church attendance. We are seeing that there is a segment of our church-going Christian population that have engaged with the online um, uh, live stream uh, church attendance. And there is a segment of the Christian population that are saying, I don't care if there's a vaccine. I don't care if the, if the virus is gone. This works for us. We are going to engage with your church from home. And they're not necessarily abandoning their faith, but they are saying their local church attendance is going to be from their couch, from their kitchen table, from their car, or from their tent, wherever they are out and about during the weekend. Also, some Christians have been wanting to change churches. You know, uh, maybe maybe you were there at some point in time as a believer and a follower that you'd been at a church, you weren't feeling the vibe anymore, you kind of wanted to change, but it was kind of awkward because everyone would say, where would you go? What happened? Why'd you leave? Are you mad? And you're really not mad. You're really not frustrated, but you're just sensing it's time for a church change. Well, here's what's happening is people are using the pandemic 
to avoid that awkwardness. And so people are shifting. They're trying other churches out. They're, they're making the switch. And so the other group of people that we see uh, here at, at our church is there are still churches that have not opened their doors due to the COVID pandemic. And there are believers from those churches who are saying, I need in-person worship experience and encounters. I need, I need to be with other believers. And they'll tell me, I'm from XYZ Church, but I'm coming here because your doors are open. Now, here's the thing. I don't know if they're going to stay. I don't know if they're going to leave when their church opens. I've had some of them go through our membership track and actually join our church. Now, hear me. The heart of any pastor should be that we want church growth to be by reaching the unchurched unbelievers and bringing them into the family of God and growing the kingdom of God. But with all of this shifting that is happening, we need to be intentional on loving people who are coming to our church. And when the lines are getting fuzzy of who goes where, we need to uh, step very uh, carefully. And the other thing that's happening is Christians are aligning the church they attend that matches their political, cultural, or personal views. Um, politics was a big thing in 2020. Um, I've taken the approach in my church to be apolitical. I have both Democrats and Republicans that are a part of my church. And so I've chosen to be apolitical. I had people leave my church because I wasn't railing down the Trump train, because I wasn't waving the Republican flag. I had people leave my church because we prayed for both candidates, Biden and Trump, and said, one of these two men is going to be our next president. Let's pray for these men for a move of God in their life. I had a family leave because how dare we pray. They didn't say it this way, but it was how dare we, could we pray for Joe Biden? And so then flip side, I had people join our church, start attending our church, because I don't want to be told how to vote. And the church I was going to was stuffing it down my throat on how to vote. I'm coming here because you're not that way. So I'm going to tell you in our cancel cancer culture, uh, uh, cancel culture, you're, you're going to say something that's going to offend somebody. And so the other issues were uh, that we saw in 2020 were the race issue and Black Lives Matter and, and how are we going to respond as a church and what are we going to say and, and what are we going to stand up for and what are we not going to, to necessarily create a fight over. Um, mask or no mask, I know every one of you have taken heat for not enforcing masks or enforcing masks. And, and I mean, people are leaving churches and basing church on whether that church is enforcing or not enforcing masks and or the social distancing standards. So I know that a lot of that is going on. Um, here's the reality. Your church in the middle of reduced attendance is most likely growing as a church. You just can't see the numerical validation because so many people are still watching online and watching from a distance. So here's what I want you to understand. Right now, this very week in January, you are losing people who have been highly committed to your church 
they are abandoning you this week. But also know there are people that are coming to your church that were highly committed at another church, in leadership at another church, that you're losing good people, but the odds are extremely high that you're gaining some great people as well. I think the COVID church shuffle is is almost a realignment of believers within the churches, of believers getting aligned in a church where they agree more centered with the doctrine, with the teaching, with the focus, with the culture, and that I believe this is going, I'm the optimist, I believe it's going to make the church in general stronger and make churches more focused in their purpose and delivery. So what are we supposed to do? How do we react as pastors during this COVID church shuffle? Number one, love and minister to those who are coming. Don't worry about who's not there. Minister to who is in front of you. We can't change them. We can't make them come. And here's what my challenge is to all of my staff, my paid staff, my volunteer staff and leadership, my board, my elders, all of my volunteers. Here is the theme that we present every time we gather for a service. Everybody minister, touch, and impact one person. One person. You see, example, this past weekend, um, I, I, I taught a message to hundreds, but my one person was before, in between our first and second service, a member came up to me and he said, Dean, I want to introduce you to a, a new man, uh, a, a, a gentleman that's here. His wife just died on Friday, and I'd like to introduce you to him. He guides me into the auditorium where he had met him and saw him sitting. He's not there. We come back out to the auditorium. We're looking around and we see him exiting the front door. Tom said to me, let's go. I went and and caught up with him and, and he was out on our front sidewalk and I caught up and I said, hey, my name is Dean. I'm the pastor here. I just wanted to catch you. Tom shared with me about the loss of your wife, and I just wanted to express my sorrow and and just let you know how sorry I am to lose your wife, and I can't imagine that. And then I just listened as he shared stories about his wife and taking care of her and her last days and, and, and the battles she faced with Alzheimer's and just gave him time. Now, here's what I want you to know. The second service had already started. Things are already in motion. But this is my one person that I'm supposed to minister to on that Sunday. And that was Tom's one person that he was to minister to. You see, we make a difference in our community. We make a difference in our church by reaching people one person at a time. Secondly, connect and engage with your online crowd as a true segment of your congregation. Don't despise them. Don't reject them. Treat them as participators in the service, not just someone who is a spectator. Well, how do you do that? Include them as one of your sections that you look at and talk to. If you're watching this on YouTube or on the video portion of, of iTunes, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use the camera. As I am 
preaching and I'm looking at this section, I'm looking at the middle section and I'm looking at that middle section, I will then look up at the camera and I will esteem them as one of the sections within my crowd. And as I move from right to left or left to right, I pause at each section, the camera being one of them and looking directly at the people that are are listening and watching from there. And then uh, doing something specific as you're talking to them, talk to them directly, refer to them specifically. I'll say, like for example, for those of you that are sitting on your, your couch at home and your fuzzy PJs this morning, you're more comfortable than us, but I want to challenge you guys and I'll lay out a challenge that's going along with the sermon. Number three, people are going to leave your church. And we need to guard our hearts from being wounded or discouraged. I'm going to tell you, it hurts. It hurts when people leave. It hurts when they leave on a good reason. It hurts even more when they leave mad or frustrated. I'm just going to say, guard your heart. Don't get become bitter. It's part of the ebb and flow of doing church in the midst of a pandemic. So don't take it personally. Number four, be encouraged. New people are coming to your church and looking for a new place to call home. Love them. Um, Always speak good about the other churches in the community. If they say, well, I'm coming from from, uh, another church, from first church or second church, um, I'm friends with many uh, pastors in the community. And one of the things I'll say when I hear what church they're coming from, oh, I know Pastor Brian. He's a good friend. I really appreciate his heart for God. And I give a compliment. And what here's what happens. By giving a compliment, I shut down any gossip or bitterness or hurt that maybe they were bringing with them from that other church. And I've set a standard on how we're going to function here. And then lastly, Find God's plan for your church and stick with it. If you're supposed to be a political leader and a political voice to your church and your community, God bless you. Be that, do that, fulfill the mission and the vision God has put on your heart. But don't try and imitate or don't feel like you're boxed in to be something that you're not. So example, Um, When churches, uh, you know, most of us as churches closed down in March and then churches began to open up in May, we chose to open up in June. And most of the other churches in the community were not opening, but we felt it was something we were called to do. Then in November and December, the COVID numbers skyrocketed here locally as they did across the nation. And there were warnings that our hospital, our our ICU beds are almost nearing capacity. And some pastors chose to reclose their church in response to that. Well, I can tell you there was a peer pressure that I felt, well, maybe I should close. Am I wrong for staying open? Am I wrong for closing? Um, Some churches locally did live services for Christmas Eve and some did online only. And, and we're always torn. We did live services. Here's what I'm saying. Pray and find out what God wants you to do. So um, thankfully here in Colorado, our uh, health state health department, based upon the Supreme Court ruling over New York, has finally deemed, back in December, they finally deemed churches, 
Churches doing worship services, funerals, and weddings are essential, and that there were, all the limits were removed from that. Well, here was my heart in the midst before that mandate was, was passed down, which is good news. We're not doing church out of rebellion, our religious rights, and our freedom, and, a, and an antagonistic attitude. I just kept conveying to our church, we are staying open because we are a spiritual hospital for the hurting, the broken, the mental illness, the emotional challenges, the spiritual challenges that people are facing. We're staying open because people need hope and good news, and they need the human contact and the personal touch. And, and I just cast that vision. When other pastors were, were saying, are you staying open? I'm, I'm shocked you're staying open. I just said, this is what we're called to do. You fulfill your purpose and your call there in your community and your city. God bless you guys. Thanks for being a part of the podcast this month. We'll see you next month with another practical topic to teach, develop, and train you as a local church leader. God bless you. Have a great month. Thank you for joining us today. For a free sermon series and teaching outlines by Pastor Dean, visit us at deanhawk.com. Be sure and join us next month as we continue our growth on leadership.